All right, today we're gonna talk about, well, what if I go to the gym and I feel like I'm doing all the things I need to do, but I'm still not seeing results. That's what we're gonna talk about today. Um, I'm not really sure where this one came from, but I had it in my notes for like, I always have like a, in my phone, like a little notepad for like IG reels, content for Instagram or content for the newsletter, podcast kind of thing. And I had like people that don't see results. And I, and I think one of the things that um, me as a perfectionist always struggles with as a business owner and you know, as, a, as a coach is I want the best for my clients, both selfishly and selflessly, because selfishly, you guys are a representation of us as coaches. So the better off you are, the stronger you are, the healthier you are, the happier you are, the better of a billboard you are for me, right? But on the other side of it, like that's why I do what I do. I love seeing people win. I love seeing people in a better place than where they were previously. And seeing that progress is obviously the thing that keeps me motivated as a coach. Um, but that being said, not every single person that goes to the gym has awesome results. So today we're gonna kind of unravel and talk a little bit more about like, well, why do some people see exceptional results and some people have very mediocre results or no results at all? And uh, yeah, that's it. So the first part that I wanted to talk about was really addressing the fact that, A, if you're someone that's already listening to this, you are part of a very, very small percentage of people in this world that is taking time out of their day to listen to information or education or something to better themselves, right? So that, number one, you need to commend yourself for. Number two, I was actually trying to look up this stat and there was so many different numbers <laughs> that it was like impossible to give you guys a number. So I'm just going to say minority majority. I said like, uh, I was typing in like looking for like how many people actually exercise, how many people are like below the physical guidelines or recommendations that the government gives us. And we all know how most government recommendations are. They're probably pretty pathetic to begin with. Um, even my buddy, or not my buddy, my brother is in the Air Force, and I remember laughing at some of the physical requirements that just go into that, but not to shame anybody here. Um, just remember that if you're someone listening to this, you're already in a very small percentage. Second of all, if you're someone that's going to the gym and doing things to better take care of themselves or eat better or do anything along those lines, you are also in a small percentage. So I think the number one thing to always recognize and remember is you are doing most or more than the most oh god why is english so hard sometimes you are doing more than most people are um and i think a lot of times one of the things that i hear in the gym a lot is just people they don't we don't give ourselves enough grace right we're never happy enough or fulfilled enough or you know even the small little wins that we see with like a gold star in a gym or some progress it's never like we need to be more appreciative of what we're doing and graceful with ourselves um, because you're so far ahead of so many people. That being said, I am in the same camp as most people with my response from that. I'm like, I'm not worried about being better than other people. I'm worried about being a better version of myself. Um, so hopefully this podcast today gives you guys a little bit more of direction and understanding and what are the things that are really going to push the, you know, the target a little bit farther and keep achieving goals and keep moving forward. So number one, which I think that I basically wrote three things down that I really want to kind of deep dive into a little bit more. Set the goals and set the attention. Number one, the reason why most people don't see goals in any area of life, not just fitness, this could be business, this could be relationships, this could be anything, is you don't have a clear target. You don't have an intention of where you're actually going. And 
also inside of that it's hard to know where you're going if you also don't know where you're at right so one of the things that i always like to think about and we talk about this a lot with like our assessments and even training for the stuff that we do in our assessments is there's always three timelines that i look at abc a is history that's where i'm currently sitting at today and also what are the things that got me here today so when i look at like timelines for people and goals it's important to understand that like okay in my current state my weights or my strength or my speed or my stress levels, my energy levels, my sleep, or whatever you know, health goal you might have inside of that. How do I feel now? How would I rate myself? Obviously, if I have a goal to be somewhere else, I'm probably not 100% content worth what it is. And then secondly, to just kind of peel the ending a little bit more, what got me here? What are the things that maybe in my past or in my habits and in my routine and my schedule that have caused me to get to this certain place? And you need to spend enough time there to really understand it because the history is gonna teach us more about anything else. Um, the second part is B, which is basically the goal, which is now, okay, hey, now I understand what's gotten me here, the current place I'm at, creating some awareness around it, awareness step one. Step two, create more awareness around the target and the goal and the achievement that I'm trying to hit. Um, so this way I have a kind of a clear target or I have a clear line of sight for where I'm trying to take my body. I want to be stronger. I want to reduce more body fat. I want to sleep better. I want to find balance in my body and my lifestyle. I want to move better, mobility. I don't care what the goal is. Um, but being really, really clear on the intentions of what the goal is. And then the last part is basically see that timeline is how do I connect these dots, right? That's the process, right? What's going to take me from where I'm at to where I want to be? And what's the process and what's the thing that I actually need to focus on? Um, I love the idea of making the goal the process, not the goal the result, right? Because when you're focused on a result all the time, and I've said this a lot of times in the past, and I will forever say this, you are immediately no longer present in the moment because you're putting yourself somewhere you're not. I wanna be a certain amount of money or I wanna you know, be a certain amount of strength or I wanna be a certain body fat percentage. Um, it's good to set the intention and set the goal, but now don't live there mentally, right? Now you need to live in the process and the thing that's gonna drive you to that destination. So set the goals, set the intention, look at history, what's got you there, unpack a lot more than you think you need to in that, that section. Goals, when you look at goals, the one thing I will tell you is a lot of people have very, very superficial goals. They don't really, they say things that really aren't aligned for what they truly want in their lives um, or things that are maybe not as sustainable for what they think they need, you know? And just like when I think about this with goals sometimes, I used to always like, like with money goals, like if I were to, if people ask me 10 years ago, well, what do you want to make? We always say this like very, like just random ass number that's huge. Oh, I want to make $10 million a year. Why do I, why 10 million? Um, well, I think it'd be enough. Uh, you know, you don't, you never really have an answer. So when you look at setting goals, make sure you're never setting a goal for somebody else or for some social status perspective. Like, why do you truly need this thing out of your life, right? Why is this thing so important for you? Because if it's not important enough, the desire and the motivation will fall to the wayside very, very fast, right? If you are aligned with something that you are incredibly motivated by and you're constantly reminding yourself of that goal and you're always focused on the process and the thing that's gonna drive that result, it's much easier to achieve those things. There's a lot of, actually we were just talking about this, Coach Jamie was talking about this, one of our clients, when a client asked her and uh, she said, well, how the or whoever it was, was saying, how is this training quote unquote functional, right? And she had the best response of saying, well, what's your goal? because functional is very subjective. Something that becomes functional for me, it might be functional, it may, might be different for you. Um, and this person didn't have a response and they said, I have no, I have no goals, 
right? And she was almost kind of like dumbfounded. Like, how do you not have any goals, right? Or any targets? Like, why are you here if you don't have goals? Um, at the end of the day, even if just showing up and taking care of your body is a goal, it's a goal, right? Like, there has to be a goal. And if you don't have that awareness around what the goal is or you're not in alignment for what that really, that thing that's going to drive the motivation and desire forever, um, it's going to be almost a guarantee that you're not going to achieve that thing because you're just saying superficial things. So I think it's really important for us to find that deep, visceral thing that you live with. Why do I need this freaking thing? What, do, what am I trying to do or why do I need this? Um, and really just going down the rabbit hole. So I think a lot of times just taking the time to get a little bit deeper and keep peeling the onion and just ask why, 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 why? And like, sounds annoying, but like until you can get to that real like emotional answer, um, you won't really have something that's gonna be motivating enough to continue, right? So that's number one. Number two, I wrote down, this is something that we call mask, which is basically the four areas that people struggle with and the reason why most people go get a trainer is number one, you guys don't have the knowledge. So if you're looking for why don't people see results in the gym to be transparent with you and not maybe for our style of gym or people that have a trainer or things like that, but maybe if I'm working out by myself, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't have the good form, you don't have good programming, um, you know, all those things, you don't have the knowledge to get there. It's just like the same thing of driving blind. Like you're just kind of just pissing in the wind and just hoping this stuff works. And in the beginning with enough motivation and enough kind of effort and consistency in the training, you'll probably drive a lot of result in the beginning, but your body will plateau fast. And that's where the knowledge is really going to be the thing that carries you on and on and on and on because you're only, you can only go as far as you can see. You can only go as far as you know. So the lack of knowledge is going to be a huge thing. Second, which is S is structure. Structure is very similar to knowledge. I think structure is more of the planning, right? You know, like how do I plan my nutrition around my lifestyle? How do I plan all these habits that I need to build into drive this result that I'm desiring? How do I plan a correct workout? You know, how do I write cycles? How do I write different days? How do I, you know, progressively overload this? Or, you know, all the little systems that go into planning it, that's the structure. If you're on the wrong plan, what you're doing is not right. Um, you know, I love, and I've said this, I made a podcast on this before probably about a year ago now, is the what, the how, and the why. The what is obviously the thing that we all need to look at first. Like, is If what I'm doing is not right, you're never going to get the results. So if you're someone that's like, hey, I want to lose weight, and you're not doing the right things, what you're doing is not right. right? If you're like, hey, I want to build muscle, and I only do cardio. Well, what you're doing is not going to be the thing that's going to drive that result. Second thing is how. right? And I think out of all things that I see in the gym the most, um, from a conversation perspective, the how is be the big thing, right? And I tell this to the coaches all the time in meetings, um, and I tell this to clients all the time in classes or sessions that if you're not doing enough weights, if you're not having enough intensity, if you're not challenging the muscle, if you're not putting intention to er, intention into everything that you do, the how is broken. So it doesn't matter what you're doing, the how is going to be that second layer. But the how is the foundation to the what, right? And the, really the foundation to all those things, which is obviously the foundation to the how and the what, is the why. Um, if you feel like you're someone that has a hard time staying motivated or consistent with the how, it's probably because you're not that motivated. If you're not that motivated, the why is not aligned for what you're trying to do upstream. So the why is the thing that drives us. Why am I doing this? Why am I killing myself in a gym? Well, because for me, I love the way it makes me feel mentally. I love looking good. I love feeling strong. I love being mobile. I love being confident in my body to be able to go do anything. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I can kick my ass in the gym today. So having a, a why, a how, and a what, and doing them in that order is going to be a really important thing to do. So your structure needs to be aligned for the thing that you want, for the goal that you have. 
third one, which is probably the biggest reason why most people come and join a gym like ours or go get a trainer is accountability. Um, accountability goes for every single person. You know, I've said this as a uh, business owner to like just people around when I talk about business. Like, what's one of the things you struggle with the most with business? And there's obviously, you know, a handful of things. But like the number one thing is like when I was an employee, I always had still management for me, right? I had a manager managing me, right? I had something that was holding me accountable that was external. Being a business owner was like, wow, you're kind of on your own. Like you have to be the one to hold yourself accountable. You have to be the one to motivate yourself. Uh, and this is like the same thing of working out alone, right? Like it just requires a lot more accountability. So the people that get trainers or coaches, generally, that's going to be a big piece that they look for is because they're looking for a little bit more accountability for keeping them on the plan, keeping them motivated both extrinsically and intrinsically and creating these systems around that can actually provide accountability. This is why we do our check-ins because I think the check-ins are the one way for us to sit down one-on-one -on -one with you guys and really not only give you structure and a plan and some education along the way, but more importantly, hold you accountable. Like, hey, I saw you last week or I saw you last month. What have you done since then? Have you done the homework? Have you done the things? Um, so those are all things that I want you guys to really pay attention to when we're looking at all this is just the understanding that the accountability is the thing that's going to obviously drive everything because you could have the perfect plan, the best goal, but if it's not something you're doing to work for, you're never going to see the result, right? And that's obviously the last part, which is motivation, which is very similar to accountability. Motivation, I will tell you, um, you know, people like to use the good old motivation, discipline are two different things. Motivation is something that will be high when you're seeing results. So when I am seeing progress in my workouts or progress in any area of my life, I tend to be very motivated by that thing because I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm getting better. Humans are motivated by progress, right? Like progress is the thing that drives motivation probably more than anything else that we know, right? So when we're seeing progress in our lives, we see motivation follow. The cool thing about working with a motivated person is you make my life easy as a coach because I have an additional energy force that's working with me. When I'm working with somebody that's very low motivation, you make my life hard and sometimes even miserable. So obviously as a coach, I love getting people more motivated and I love working with people that are already motivated because we have this driving force behind us of why we want to change. My doctor told me that I will fucking die in three years if I don't start working out, right? You know, as some life-changing event, it's like, oh, cool. Or, hey, my wife, I got a divorce because she thinks I don't take care of myself and I look like shit. Like, sometimes people need these crazy life events. I'm hoping that you don't need that, but I'll speak for myself. A lot of times, the things I've been most motivated by is it almost took some external event to get it going. Um, if we can find that internally, that's obviously the end ball, be all win for motivation. But just remember, motivation goes through its flow right you'll have times of really high motivation you'll have times of low motivation there's a lot of other things that we can go down that rabbit hole for discipline is the ability to do something with or without motivation right so the one thing i will tell you that i love about times of low motivation is it exposes the the amount of discipline i have for myself there's times where i didn't sleep well or maybe i'm a little bit hungover from a weekend of going out and having too many drinks or my workouts have been shit or maybe i'm a little sick or under the weather the days where i feel lower motivation are the best opportunities for me to really show to myself that I am a disciplined person and I will do the work. Now, that being said, definitely don't have a hundred percent track record on that. And I'm sure a lot of people don't, but the more times that you can prove yourself that you can do things without motivation, the more times you can prove to yourself that I am someone that has enough discipline to continually keep pushing no matter those circumstances around me. 
Um, so that's kind of math. That's always one thing that I like to uncover. Then the last part, which I will tell you, and I kind of went down this a little bit last week in the rabbit hole, and I went down this conversation a little bit briefly already. Consistency and intensity. Two different things, definitely in the same bucket. From what I've experienced in my lifetime as a coach, as a business owner, as an employee, as a lot of things, but just inside my industry, most people never do things long enough to actually truly see the results that it could provide, right? And I've always said this quote to myself and people around me that like, don't complain about the results you do not have from the work you are not doing. Um, the consistency is a really, it's a hard thing to understand not conceptually because it makes sense it's like just be consistent it's a hard thing to find i'd probably be a better way to state it right like finding something that's sustainable means that it's consistent something that's not sustainable will never be consistent so there's a lot of things that are going to create sustainability <clears throat> for my program i personally have tried to really just preach sustainability is kind of my biggest like end all be a goal for everything that i try to do with all our clients and the way that we structure the business but there's a lot of things that are like prerequisites for making someone more consistent and making it more sustainable you know and i think number one like we just talked about like really finding someone's core why like that i want to find that emotional hot button like what's that thing that really is going to keep you motivated that's visceral right like it's so deep that you're like this is the thing that's a driver and then i constantly have to be flashing that in front of you right i want you to be reminded of the why Right? Why are you doing this? <clears throat> Second of all, it has to be a fine balance of intensity that's going to be enough to provide you a result to create motivation. And it also has to be intense enough also to provide the results that's going to do all those things. That being said, way too intense, way too fast is good intensity, poor consistency because you're doing you're just going to burn yourself out. So when you look at the consistency intensity kind of dynamic between each other, you have to understand that you're going to do these things for years and decades. When you think in terms of decades and you think in terms of years, um, most people, like I'll just give you guys our numbers. We have a retention rate of give or take around 18 months, according to Wattify. Who knows if any of their shit's correct. But that basically means that like the average person stays in our gym for a year and a half, right? According to Wattify, because they compare us to the other 4,000 gyms, we're in the top 10%, right? So it means we have a really, really good retention rate compared to these gyms. But that being said, if you even think about a year and a half, I have been working out for 15 years, 16 years maybe now, 16 years. And I'm sure there's people listening to this, maybe you've been working out longer than me. But one thing I'll tell you is when I say I've been working out for 16 years, I've been working out consistently for 16 years. Not like four years hard, couple months on, take time off. So many people have little, like, even like, even for us, like we have people that will freeze their membership because they have a wrist injury, right? Or they have like a small injury that can sideline them from working out and they choose to freeze and stop all training. Even that is the definition of not being consistent. I deal with injuries all the time, personally, for myself. Knee injuries, I've had a serious back injury that I still deal with. I got a neck thing that I did yesterday. This fucking golf is fucking me up. But, you know, I still work out all the time. I just do things that don't hurt my injury, right? So there's always going to be these things like setbacks, like injuries and a change in job or a change in schedule and change in lifestyle, going through big events, right? A breakup, a divorce, or having kids enter your life, all these things, right? 
And I, I sympathize, I actually empathize with this. I don't, I don't empathize with a lot of things because I think very differently sometimes in a lot of different things. But I, when I first opened the gym, struggled with my fitness. Like I went from working out five or six days a week down to like two or three. And that for me, cutting my workouts by 50% was like a big deal to me. Like I just did not feel good. I wasn't in the same mental state. Physically, it was just not there. Super inconsistent. Um, I, but I was consistent in the macro. What I mean by that is I never took weeks off. I always worked out every single week. I was just not in a very good routine. I wasn't in a thing that would really drive growth. I was maybe in a thing that was barely holding on to some level of maintenance, right? So when you think about consistency, you always need to remember that you need to always be doing something every single week. I don't think exercise, as you've heard me say before, is something that we should be doing daily. I think movement is something we should be doing daily. I think exercise is something we should definitely be doing multiple times a week, though. So if you say, hey, you know, like if I'm in maintenance mode, yeah, maybe two or three workouts a week is maintenance mode for some people. But if you're someone that's trying to get results, which is the definition and the title of this podcast today, you need to be doing three, four, but more like four, five, or six times a week. Like a lot of people, they say, like, well, I want to look like this person. I've had that a lot of time when I signed somebody. I want to look like this person. I'm like, okay, well, this is like, you know, a fitness model. This is something that works out six or seven times a week, if not multiple times a day. Um, not that it's unrealistic, but is it unrealistic for what you can do with your schedule? Is it unrealistic for your level of motivation towards working out? You know, some of these people, like, that's their job, right? So the motivation is both extrinsically coming from, like, I get paid to look a certain way. You know, for us as trainers, we don't get paid to look a certain way, but we definitely are our, our own billboard. So I think there's some level of motivation that goes behind that as well. So I have extrinsic motivation towards working out because I have other people that would want to know that, hey, you're not just telling me what to do and not doing that thing either. Hold on. I'm on Evan's computer and his phone's ringing. Um, so that's one thing. It's just consistency. You have to remember that everything that you're going to do is going to be years and decades. And the understanding that most people quit fitness stuff and diet stuff within weeks or months. Like I uh, personally have zero empathy for when people say something didn't work and they tried it less than 12 weeks. We put a 12-week commitment in ours for a reason because for me, I'm like, that's the minimum effective dose for something to even maybe create a habit. But it needs to become a lifestyle. I put functional lifestyles in my business name because I want to preach it so much. Second thing, which is intensity, which I've kind of talked about a little bit already, but just you have to remember, most people in the gym, even for the small percentage of people that actually do take the time to go out of the way to go work out, they're doing the what right, but their house sucks. Like you are just not putting enough intensity and intention to what you're doing. Um, I do believe overtraining is a thing. I do believe burnout is a thing, but I do not believe that most people that are quote unquote burning out or overtraining are actually quote unquote burning themselves or overtraining. I just think they just don't have that same level of motivation or the foundation completely sucks. Um, overtraining is really, really hard to do if you're someone that's eating right, managing stress and sleep really well. Like you can train pretty hard and that body will adapt and it will keep adapting. Um, obviously I preach being a little bit smarter with that. So taking time for recovery and deload weeks and working in mobility and working in you know, working in, not working out all the time. So stress management techniques, all that stuff. Um, that being said, if you really want to grow in the gym, I'm going to tell you the ones that I know from my career of working with clients, the clients that have the best results, mentally, their mindset towards it is very, very different than someone that's just going to tell people that they're working out or going to tell themselves, hey, I joined a gym working out. Cool. Give yourself grace for understanding that you're halfway there. The other half is now what you're getting from the output that you put here so if you really want to get a result from something you're doing you have to do something that you're not currently doing 
Um, I talk about this with work all the time, right? It's like, you know, if I want to be somewhere else financially, or if I want to be, I want to have a certain amount of clients, I want to have a certain amount of sales a month or whatever it is, it's the same way I treat the gym. Like, well, that means I probably have to do either more of what I'm currently already doing, or I just have to do, be a little bit more intense with the same routine that I already have. Uh, me going into a workout and doing, you know, four by three back squats and just doing what feels good at 70%, you know, seven out of 10 RPE versus someone that goes in there and tries to hit that eight, eight and a half RPE, that person will see a lot better growth, right? Because they're pushing to a intensity level that's just over the threshold of comfort. And that intensity is the thing that keeps driving that growth. You know, everybody has a threshold for all areas of life, not even just exercise. The growth happens when you get over it. And when you get over it, you can balance recovery with it. You keep pushing the ceiling higher and higher. That's not why, like, you know, when you're you're getting stronger. So it's not like weights feel like they're getting lighter because you're just using more weight now, right? So having enough intensity into what you do um, has to be the biggest focus when you guys go to the gym, right? How you do those things is more important than the what, right? And the consistency behind it all. So just to wrap it up, number one, Go through history, set the goal, figure out the plan and process is going to get you there. Spend a lot of time. Be really, really, really clear on the intentions. Number two is understand that is it motivation, is it accountability, is it structure, is it knowledge? If you lack structure, knowledge, accountability, or motivation, get yourself an accountability partner, hire yourself a coach, pay for a plan. I am a big believer that we will be more focused on things that we spend more money on. Um, you know, when you look at wanting to take any area of your life more serious, if you want to be a better student and you spend more money on education, you're already financially providing more energy there. Your focus is going to go there and the energy will flow with it. So invest into the things that you feel like you're not, you don't have the right plan or the right assets in hand to be able to handle that. Understand that what you do is important, but how you do it is more important. Understand that what and how are very important, but why you do it is going to be the forever driver behind all of it. Consistency in years and decades, not weeks and months. And the intensity behind every single session that you guys do here is going to be the biggest thing that's going to separate you from the ones that see phenomenal results and the ones that stay in a plateau for most of their lives. Um, other than that, I don't think I'm missing anything else. I think that's it. All right, guys. Well, have a great day, and I'll see you guys next week. Later.